up. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Uh, we ran into Dunny here at, uh, at Zions Bank Training Center um, ahead of RSL's training going into Wednesday night's match in Seattle. Round two, MLS playoffs, uh, Western Conference semifinal. Wild weekend, uh, MLS playoffs. I think that what they were looking for was the little format tweak. It paid off. I, I couldn't. Every one of those games had me like glued to the glued to the screen. Give me some of your like knee jerk takeaways from from those games. Yeah, I'd say the 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 format itself was incredible. Like we were talking about, I think heading in, uh, the idea was this is maiden voyage of what this really looked like. Uh, the importance of having home field advantage and. Uh, what it ultimately meant to be consistent throughout the course of the season. And now we recognize how important it is uh, with every team winning at home outside of Minnesota United on Sunday night against the LA Galaxy. Um, you know, I, I, I guess big picture, this, the, the, the immediacy and the desire to get everything out of this one game was kind of fascinating because in the back of your mind, you know, with home, uh, home and away format, you always felt as if you, you were either managing the rest of this first leg because you had the second leg, or it was throw everything at this first leg because we have the second leg. So, you know, everyone left it on the field. And I was actually surprised at, you know, during playoff time, we, we've talked time and time again, this is where we're heading into the playoffs. Defensively, everyone gets really sound. You know, chances are minimal. Quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. So, uh, I, I enjoyed every moment. I was traveling. I was glued to my phone the entire time. Was catching every single game, and um, it was really crazy the amount of goals that were scored in uh, this first round. It's one of the things that I was noticing. Yeah. It seemed like it was the supporting cast in almost every one of the games that came up big with those goals you had. We talked about like, what does this format do? And it shows. I think it exposes the takes the mask off of these teams. Yeah. Like they can't hide behind anything. You are seeing exactly who they are, and I think a couple of those teams were exposed. Some of them are going home. Some of them, like I'll say, Seattle, kind of had some things exposed. And may you know, as we talk about, maybe as we go into the RSL matchup a little bit here later, but shows some of the things that maybe RSL can be looking at. I mean, yeah. it, like there's nothing even to hide. The galaxy. Well, yeah, even the galaxy. everybody got away with something, mm. and all of the advancing teams got away with something. I think that's pretty amazing. One of those things, though, you see some of these teams, you know, going out, DC United with Rooney's last game as an MLS, and uh, New York Red Bulls, and the end of what probably Bradley Wright Phillips' yeah. uh, tenure here in MLS. What are those guys specifically? Those two, those two, Rooney and Bradley Wright Phillips. What are they? What have they meant to MLS? And this is kind of a segue to what we're talking about. But yeah, I would say with Bradley Wright, let's start there. Bradley Wright became kind of this iconic force of player in England that comes to Major League Soccer that had had a huge pedigree um, as, a, as a youth player coming up in these massive clubs. 
and lit this league on fire. It was incredible to see the consistency in which Bradley Wright Phillips, year in and year out, was playing at such a high level and, and was so good uh, in terms of playing that point nine position. And for me, uh, getting to know him over the years off the field and, and having so many conversations with him, he's just a really, really good dude. Um, now with Wayne, and so I'm, if this is his last season, I'll be sad because for the first time in his MLS career, he had a ton of injuries. And I think none of us were used to seeing that. And, you know, he was never at 100%. So um, if, if, this, if, this is, if this is his last year, then I'm sad to see him go because I think he was, he was, he was great for Major League Soccer. Um, now, Wayne Rooney is an interesting one because, you know, you can talk about the $15 million, You can talk about the name and the jerseys being sold. You can talk about putting butts in that shiny new uh, seat stadium at Audi Field. And there was an effect because Wayne Rooney, when he played, was incredible. Um, but towards the end, you know, it, I think it's going to leave a bit of a sour taste in everyone's mouth because of the manner in which the announcement was that he was leaving, uh, going to Darby County and becoming a player coach in January. And I'll tell you, the, the image of him pulling out of a 50-50 challenge uh, when D.C. was losing on the road at Toronto this weekend, um, I don't know, it, it that that wasn't the Wayne Rooney that that as a Manchester United fan that I'm used to seeing a guy that would go uh, 100% full-blooded into a challenge and take somebody's leg off. Uh, he he was he was checked out and he was on his way to Derby County and wanted nothing to do with that 50-50. So that that to me was disappointing because that that I think in a lot of ways is going to be more of a lasting image of the way it ended as opposed to the consistency and the level of his performances and some of the heroic superstar-esque type of things he did. Um, but again, it's I think for Wayne Rooney, that situation kind of highlights the difficulty of what is the play on the field and as we judge these players between the white lines for 90 minutes versus coming over, different culture, different attitude, different level, and oh, by the way, is your family settled? Because, you know, much like Steven Gerrard, I think what we've seen with Wayne Rooney was difficult for his family to adjust to life in the United States. And ultimately, you know, when 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 spouses and children aren't here, that puts even more of, of a pressure on the players. And so it's not as easy as people want to make it out to be. Um, so, yeah, I, I think overall disappointment. And, and listen, I'll be you know me, Ryan, we've talked time and time again. If this is the end of Zlatan after this year, I will be insanely disappointed because he's dead on. Um you know, you, you can have the argument: Is he the is he the greatest of all time? Uh, if we just put it for moving the needle, he's he he's as close to David Beckham as anyone will ever get in terms of the star power that this league has seen from an individual, both on and off the field, that transcends every race or nationality or ethnicity. Um, he has been a, an iconic global superstar, and he has brought the power of general awareness back to Major League Soccer because of the way that he handles himself and kind of calls his shot in the media. Yeah, it's going to leave a little bit of a, a void here when these guys are gone. Interested to know who ends up stepping in and filling that. I mean, that's yeah. a discussion we'll have some other time. Um, I'm looking at this RSL team and just, you know, out here training, trying to see, like, what are they doing to, to adjust to um, – to the results from this weekend and looking to Seattle in Seattle. Yeah. Um, I keep on thinking back to that game. The one thing I can't even stop thinking about is uh, Aaron Herrera's shot from the sidewinder. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I couldn't believe that. I, I don't know. Tell me what you saw. In... Well, Steve Clark, first, uh, I, I was surprised at Steve Clark and Corey Baird's speed that Steve could get down to that tackle. But they didn't see the touch. You know, and, and watching his body shape, he saw it 
And then I saw, based on his body, what he was going to try to do. That's audacious. It really is. And the fact that he hit it with such power and spin, that was, you know, Zlatan's opening goal when he first came to LA Galaxy. That was the exact same same technique that he hit. And then to see Steve kind of scrambling back and then have to jump and palm it over at the very last second, I mean, that had eyes for the upper upper corner. Um, it was incredible. And and unfortunately for Aaron, you know, that if that ball goes in, that becomes, I think, you know, the the number one play on ESPN top ten. There, there's on Sports Center. There's no doubt because that that's one of those shots that are heard around the world. The the technique, the the power, the accuracy, the form, the the body motion, um, and the audacity to think that you could possibly keep that on frame. Um, I was joking with my buddies in California. We were watching the game at a wedding. I was at a wedding this weekend, and I showed them it and. We were like, that's either one that picks out that upper hand corner or it ends up for a throw-in on the opposite side of the field. So it was a hell of a hit by Aaron. Yeah, you always know it's a good shot when from the stands it looks like he mishit it. But then when you see the replay, oh, man, that was there was no doubt when that came back. Um, adjustments to be made here. I know we came in talking about, like, RSL came in with this idea that they are the defensive team in MLS or they have the strong defense. Um, it looked like Portland stayed back the first half and attacked second half maybe exposed a few things. There may be some tweaks in the back line. I don't know what Freddie's going to do exactly, but, you know, we've seen so many different, you know, we've seen that the back line line up in a lot of different ways and be successful in a lot of different ways. Um, talking about, like, the attack, Jordan Morris with a hat trick, maybe not even looking like he was playing at his best game, yeah. but he just comes up. He's one of those, he's a poacher. He gets those games. It feels like playoff goals are poacher goals. Like, those, those are the guys that stand out. Um, what are some, like, Adjustments. What are some things that you need to look for? And I, um, and I know you talked in, in depth with Sam about this on your video. You can find that at rsl.com. But what are some little tweaks that you can see that, you know, what, what are the, where are their weaknesses? Yeah, I, I would say that the manner in which RSL conceded the goal has to be a point of frustration and contention because set pieces, that, that's, you know, that's part of the, the, the criminal part of the game where if you concede a goal, it's like everybody has their responsibilities. Everyone knows their zones. Everyone knows how they got to attack. Um, so that'll be frustrating. Uh, in terms of, of preparation, for me, it's just a lot of recovery, a, a lot of recovery at this stage. It's how do you get your legs back in such a short amount of time um, and being at the same exact uh, day in terms of recovery and not having to travel. You know, the good news for ourselves, it's a two-hour flight. It's super easy. You know, they're, they're going to regen, get their legs underneath, and they'll probably, you know, watch the full Seattle FC Dallas game if they haven't already because a lot of the players are already be prepped for that. Um, and then in terms of, of where some of the weaknesses, I, I think center back uh, and the outside backs, for various reasons, become where you really want to get at Seattle. Uh, the aggressiveness of the outside backs to pinch forward and, and get into the attack and overload, I think, opens them up for transition. Uh, Chad Marshall's still a big loss. The question is, do they go with Ariaga? Do they go with Kim Kihi? Do they go with Ramon Torres? Um, I think all of those, uh, Ramon Torres, excuse me, all, all of those, uh, become kind of question marks for Schmetzer. And then ultimately, who's carrying Knox? You know, what, what's the workload look like uh, from the training staff? For RSL, you know, I, I think now that the difference is there, it's the psyche. Do we go out and play our game? Or because we're on the road, and, and this is where I didn't have a problem with the way Portland set up, is if you can get to the halftime break without conceding a goal, then you've set yourself up perfectly for the second half. So it's it's kind of this this psychological chess match in terms of tactics, the start, 
the subs, the changes, the approach, the balances, the tweaks, all of those things come into play. Um, but like you said, uh, I think it's it's the slim margins of success and failure based on, you know, the, the, the opponents, whether it's a physical mistake, whether it's a psychological mistake, even falling asleep for a quick second, not tracking a run, all of those things. That That's where if you can punish those mistakes, usually you find yourself on the right side of the result. It's going to be wild. I mean, if you're coming out, you can come to Beer Bar, Dave and Buster's at uh, Gateway. Uh, don't come to relax. It's going to be it's going to be nail biter. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. Uh, Donnie's going to be there. I'm going to be there with a mic. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll get some questions get from it. Some free stuff at Beer Bar. Yeah, family friendly over at Dave and Buster's. Twist downtown. There's there's going to be some fun spots to watch the game. Um, thanks, man. We'll see you Wednesday. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Enjoy. Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.